Let's turn to the book of Ephesians tonight. We'll be in Ephesians chapter number 6. Ephesians chapter number 6. And we've certainly had a good day already today with the people saved and baptized. And I look forward to what God has for us tonight. And I want to be very health, practical but helpful tonight. And uh, my message, of course, in, after the, at the conclusion of the service, uh, we'll have a baby dedication. I'll talk about that in just a moment. Uh, but uh, I want us to, uh, I believe this will help us tonight, but just, no matter where you are as far as uh, your personal life, this, I think this will be a help to you. Ephesians chapter number 6, we'll read the first uh, four verses. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Uh, we'll use these four verses, and tonight I want to speak on uh, the parents' responsibility in the home. The parents' responsibility in the home. Now, if, if your children are already grown, I don't want you to turn me off. Uh, because I'm sure we'll find some principles here that'll help us, uh, and I know we will, uh, certainly in at least one of the points. Um, and if you uh, or are still, if you're a child and you are at home, don't turn me off because I said we're going to talk about the parents' responsibility in the home, because I promise you there'll be some application uh, for you as well. And if neither of that applies to you, well, when I pray, you can just slip out. I'm sure there's nothing that you can get from it. Uh, let's ask the Lord to help us. Father, I pray. As we look into the Word of God tonight, we're certainly thankful for a good day, uh, thankful for all that you allow us to do and be a part of. And Father, may tonight's message, while it will be very practical, may it be helpful, and uh, may it help strengthen our homes. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, parents love quoting Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Uh, oh, that's... That for, for a while, I thought it was my mom's life first, my dad's life first. Seemed like every time I turned around, there's, there's a, there's a, it, you know, that's the verse. What verse did I memorize first? Ephesians 6 1. Nothing wrong with that. Children should obey their parents. It's still in the Bible, it is still right to do. Uh, children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. But I want us to look uh, at these four verses, and I'll get right into the outline tonight because I don't want to preach very long this evening with all we have going on. Uh, but the parents, this is a passage of scripture that sometimes, and many times, it is used to speak to young people. It is used in teaching children, and it should be. One of the reasons why our children don't obey is they're not taught to obey. Uh, we're reminding them, now you honor, you honor your mother and father, and a lot of times that's taken completely out of context, although there is a Bible command and a Bible principle that goes with that. But I want us to flip it around because we do have a child dedication tonight and we do have many, many young couples. We have um, a, lot, a large singles department uh, that you're all praying and hoping that one day you'll graduate from that department uh, into the, and, and don't worry, it, it will happen for you at some point, I'm sure. Uh, so there's some principles that we need to get established and, and, and look at the parent's responsibility in the home. <clears throat> Before we get into the outline, I want to remind every man. According to the word of God, you're the head of your house. And we like to stick our chest out and say, I'm the boss, I'm the head of the house. And every once in a while, it's just good to do that. Uh, it may not help anybody else, but it helps us. Can I get an amen? Can I get a witness? For the last three days, I walked around just declaring. 
I'm the head of my house. Nobody tells me what to do. If you don't like it, too bad. Well, if you don't know, my family's been gone for three days, so the uh, first time I've never got back talk when I've, when I've declared that. But we do have a responsibility. Yes, there's responsibility that comes with that. The man is to be the head of the marriage. The man is to be the head of the house. That means leadership. It's more than just saying, hey, I'm the head of the house. There's a responsibility that comes with that. Uh, the wife also has a role. Uh, she helps strengthen that marriage. Um, if a man does not fulfill his role, the marriage cannot be what it needs. It could be. Likewise, if the wife does not fulfill her role, it cannot be what it needs to be. Both mother and father, husband and wife, when they have children, they both have a responsibility in the home. I think it's a good point for us to be reminded on a night like tonight with the dedication going to take place at the end of the service that if you have children, they're not yours. They do not belong to you. They belong to the Lord, and he's entrusting us with a great honor, a great privilege. Uh, I know what we mean. Say, well, my kids, well, yes, in a sense, but God owns our children. In essence, that's a picture of what we're going to see a little bit later. Our moms and dads saying, I realize that this child is a gift from God, and I'm going to do my best to rear this child as God would want them reared. And I'm getting ahead of myself. Too many parents are rearing their children and treating them in a way that makes them feel good. A lot of times they won't do the hard things a parent has to do because of how it might make them look to somebody else. Well, if I didn't deal with that, then, then, and if I admit that, then they'll think that my child is a sinner. Well, your child is a sinner. And how do I know that? There's an old southern saying, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. They act like mom and dad. But there's some responsibility in the home that I think that we need to be reminded of as Christians and in the Christian home. Let's look at verse number one again. I'll make the statement. We'll look at verse number one. First of all, I want to say uh, we need to give them, parents, your responsibility is to give the children someone to obey. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. In the Lord are key verses. Uh, it, is, it is low. It is, not, it, it is not an honorable thing to put a child in a choice to choose between mom and dad and God. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. I'll say tonight, mom and dad, give your children someone to obey. There's a lot of parents who live in the house, but they're still absent from the house. Meaning, uh, that there's, there's responsibility, there's teaching that needs to take place, and it's, on, it's the responsibility of mom and dad to teach it. It's not just going to... Now, now they will catch some things because they, they, they watch your example. They follow your lead. You've got to be careful they don't catch the wrong things as, as I'm mentioning that, but you need to give them someone to obey. Mom and dad is, should still be in charge in the house. Part of what's wrong with our country where we've gotten off track is we have people who aren't in charge calling the shots. Well, the kids don't want to do that. The young people, we want to change our church because the young people don't like it. I'm not changing my church. They can just learn to like it or too bad. Well, I've never. Give your, give your children someone to obey. You'd be amazed, be amazed 
at, at what children would do if they're given somebody who would actually be the authority, make the decisions, and, and, and set the rules. You got to still have rules in your house. Um, this is just is a lot of just it's, it's good it's good good philosophy to go with uh, this this passage of scripture. Um, they need a parent more than they need a buddy. God did not give us children so we could be popular with them. Uh, well, they're going to be mad at me. I'd rather them be mad at me when they're 14, 15, 16, 17 than when they're 35 and say, Dad, why didn't you stop me? Why didn't you tell me? Uh, I'd rather them be upset at me than give an account before, before a holy God when he said, I gave you a responsibility. So number one, give them someone to obey. More than ever, we need dads to be dad in the home. We need moms to be mom in the home. And dad, don't you run out on your responsibility. Don't you run out on your responsibility. Mom, don't you run out on your responsibility. Uh, we've got a great church here. We've got great programs here. We've got great teachers here. Don't you come and dump it on the pastor, dump it on the teachers and say, you set the authority. Uh, don't do that. You set it. And, and by the way, don't make the pastor the bad guy. Well, I don't know, but you know, pastor said, pastor, don't run your house. Well, I thought you'd be more excited about that than, than the response I got. Pastor, don't run your house. You, I, have you met my family? I've got enough to take care of. You run your house. You parent your children. My responsibility is to teach the word of God, and I'll do my best by Bible principles to guide you and to help you and pray for you. But somewhere along the line, we've got to take the responsibility. And parents tonight, if you've got small children that live at home, take the responsibility. Give them someone to obey. Number two. Who could be at verse number two? Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Before I give you number two, let me say to the young people sitting over here, it applies to all the, the, the single adults, the young adults still, don't you dishonor your parents. Don't you dishonor your parents. Don't you dishonor your parents. Don't grow up in a Bible-preaching church and then, and, then, and then get out from under their umbrella and then, well, I really grew up in an abusive situation. Well, why, why do we have people turn into snowflakes? Man, you, you wouldn't have wanted to grow up underneath my grandmother. If she had a belt, you were lucky. Usually she was in the kitchen cooking. So you could put two and two together. Uh, don't dishonor. Don't dishonor. Don't dishonor your mother and your father. Let me give you number two. Mom and dad, give them someone to honor. I'm very practical with this, but I think I'll be very helpful with this. A lot of Christian young people want to honor their mother and father. But unfortunately, they put them in a position where it's hard to honor them. Many of you, I look at you tonight, you've reared your children. 
your, your grandchildren. Hey, you stay faithful. I, I, one of the great privileges, I, I know it's going to be, it is one of the great privileges of my life is to, Tuesday morning, I'm going to be able to preach the funeral of my grandmother. It will be easy in one sense for me to preach that funeral because it will be easy to honor her. Now, she's not my parent, but you get the, the point that I'm making is stay faithful. Give them something to honor. Stay faithful. Work hard. Honor God. Don't try and be a perfect parent. You're going to fail at it because nobody's perfect. But give them someone to honor. It's easy, for, it's easy for me to honor my parents. It's easy. Say, were your parents perfect? No. I was their favorite, but they had that going for them. No, they weren't, they weren't perfect. But I know my mom and dad always try to do the right thing. I know they've always tried to live that, that which would please God. Uh, make it easy. Make it easy for them to honor you. A mistake that I think we've made as people, I'm certain for, for generations, but certainly in this day, we make decisions today without thinking of the consequence down the line. And I'll just throw in some parenting advice now. Are you training that child or is that child training you? We, we make decisions today not thinking about the consequence. Well, what, what do I mean by that? Well, there's a situation. I know I need to deal with it. I know I need to take care of some things. I know my child's not going to be happy with me. I know, but you got to think about something. If, they, if, they, if, you, if, if you put them in the right situation and they're going to have to obey, they're going to have to do right, down the line they're going to at least be able to say, I know mom and dad always try to do the right thing. Now, if they, if they don't honor you, that's on them. But don't make it because we don't give them somebody to honor. Make it easy. I want to make it easy for my children to honor me. We, they, this, is a, this is a very serious matter. And everybody, if you're mom and dad, especially if you grew up in this, in this teen group and you're here now, uh, you're around and your mom and dad's around. Verse number two is a very serious verse to consider. And you can honor them without them being perfect. You can honor them without them even being right. But you don't honor them by giving in and making some of the same mistakes. You don't honor them by giving up your God. That's not what the Bible is talking about. But it is a very serious matter. And according to the word of God, life will be cut short based on whether or not you honor your mother and father. So you, those of you sitting around here and you're still in your house and you're still around, don't you envy those who've thumbed their nose at mom and dad. Because God takes notice. But mom and dad, let's make it easy for them. How sad for a child to be a part of a church like this and have what they have and see what they see and they know what it's like to see people walk down the aisle and get saved and follow Lord in baptism. They, they have all that this, that this ministry has to offer for them and because mom and dad get upset about something, they take them to a place where it's dead as a doornail. 
make it easy for them to honor you. Number three, and I'm moving fast, aren't I? I may get bogged down. Who knows? I don't think I will. Verse four, and you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but instead of, bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. Notice that, bring them up. Bring them up, the two areas to bring them up in. Bring them up in the nurture of the Lord. Number three, give them the right environment. The right environment. Those of you that work in the bus ministry, and you have for years and years and years, what's the thing that always squeezes your heart? It's the environment, not all of them, some of them have decent environments, but the environment that you get them out of. Why are they so happy on Sunday morning? It's because of the environment they're in. Give the right environment so they can be nurtured. Your home ought to be a happy place for your children. Mom and dad, if you're going to fight, don't let the kids see it. Don't let them see it. You know, do whatever you got to do. It's better not to have fist fights, but if you do, don't let them see it. It ought to be, it ought to be a home ought to be a, a happy place. Home ought to be a perfect place. It ought to be a haven. This, this is home. Give them the right environment. It ought to be a Christ honoring environment. They shouldn't hear words in the house that they shouldn't hear at church or anywhere else. Give them a consistency. One thing that will hurt, hurt that next generation is that they see we're one way in front of people and another way when it's just us. Give them the right environment. They ought to be at home, it ought to be a Christ-honoring environment. At home, it ought to be a spiritual environment. At home, it ought to be an environment that they can grow in. But give them the right environment when it comes to church. Pastor, we got that when we're here. We'll keep them here. As some of you have discovered, it's easy when they're as little as they are, we're going to see tonight. Oh, no, Pastor, they step all, all night long. You just wait. This is easy. It's easy compared to the worry and the burden and the spiritual battles. As you watch and you know in this world, let me warn you, the devil is coming after your children he wants to destroy them. He wants to destroy our homes. But give them the right environment. Keep them in the house of God. Keep them in a place where they're going to have Sunday school teachers that are going to pray for them and a pastor is going to pray for them. Keep them in a place where they're going to hear the truth of the Word of God. Sometimes we don't like to hear the truth. But I promise you, we need to hear what the Word of God says about what we need to do with our life. Give them the right environment. Pastor, I just don't like the fact that, that, that there's so much, so much pressure for them to serve God with their life. And Are you kidding me? You, you want them to have pressure not to serve God with their life? Oh, keep them in the right environment. 
It's a command to bring them up in the nurture of the Lord. How can that take place if our homes are not Christ-honoring place? How can that not take place if we don't have them in, in the house of God where they can learn of God, learn truths of the Word of God? So I didn't have that growing up, and God's been very good to you. Why don't we just make up our mind that we want those that come behind us to have greater opportunity? And that, that ought to be our goal, our desire, that they have a greater opportunity than we had. <clears throat> Give them the right environment at home. Have them in church, number four. Bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Number four is very simple. Give them the right instruction. Don't let Disney rear your kids. While I'm at it, so you don't think I'm picking on Disney, don't let VeggieTales rear your kids. If you don't know what that is, you're blessed. You are blessed. The point I'm making is, as a parent, we have a responsibility to give the right admonition. It's my responsibility as a parent. Give the right instruction. Give it from the Word of God. Give them, teach them the things of God. I'll help you, parent. It'll make it so much easier on you if you just make sure your child is in Sunday school from the time they're able to sit in a Sunday school class all the way through. They will hear more instruction. They will learn more Bible on accident than is taught in the average church. It's sad, but it's the truth. Give them the right instruction, but reinforce it at home. I'm going to do my best to seek the will of the Lord and, and preach what God would have me to preach and preach the whole counsel of God. But if you don't agree with what I say, check it out with the Bible. I mean, I tell, we read it together. I'm not sneaking up on you with Scripture. But a lot of times we get upset because the Lord deals with our heart about something. We want to have a disagreement. I say this all the time. You don't have to agree with everything I say. You need to agree with the Word of God. You don't even have to like what I say. You don't have to like how I say it. You don't have to like some of the things, but you are doing yourself a disservice is if you publicly in front of your children tear down the pastor tear down the church one day your child's going to need a pastor they need one now but they're going to remember oh no all they want is our money oh they don't know what it's like to be a real person Now, if you don't want them to like Taco Bell, that's okay. They can grow up warped. That's all right. It'll probably be the only way. But you get the point I'm making tonight. The instruction is what, import, what is important. I'm thankful for every person that gives Bible instruction to my children. I want them to turn out to live for God. I want them to serve God with their life. What do you want for them? I mean, I've, I've got three daughters. 
I understand what that means. There's, there's three, eventually. I know what that means. So you, have you required all of them to marry a preacher? No. I have not given that requirement. My requirement is they have to be rich. <laughs> no, I haven't given the requirement they have to marry a preacher. I haven't given the requirement they have to be rich either, but it helps. I, I just want them to turn out to serve God. I want them to serve the Lord. Um, we as parents have a responsibility. Children has a resp- have a responsibility to serve, to, to obey their parents. Parents, let's give them someone to obey. If you're going to properly discipline your child, it takes time. It stops your day. It disrupts your evening. But they need to have somebody that they need to obey. Give them somebody to honor. This, this may or may not help or apply, but... When we lost our daughter, Amanda, it gave me a greater sense of wanting my children, for them to be able to say, my dad lived a life. Because I have a daughter that's in the great cloud of witnesses. And I I don't know what all she's privy to. I don't know what all she can see and is aware of. But I I do know this. I want her to be proud of me. But the ones that live in my house, I want them to be proud of me as well. We must... Give them somebody to honor. I want to make it easy. They know their dad's not perfect. But I, don't want, I want them one day when they all get out of the house, and I hope that's sooner than later, but when they all get out of the house, we got to think of something nice that dad did. we got to think of something nice to say about dad. Oh, I want to make it easy for them to honor. Because I want them to seize this little bit of consistency in my life. I want them to know that their dad loved God. I want them to know that even though life is not fair and even though that sometimes life can be disappointing and things cannot go the way you want to go and people disappoint you, Dad never pointed his finger at God. Dad never quit on God. I want to make it easy for for, for them to honor me. A lot of times we make it hard on our children, those that come behind us, make it hard on them to obey verse number 2 because of the life we live. Make sure you keep them in the right environment. Give them the right instruction. Let me just say this. You're, I, I, am, I am, you know me well enough that I can say this. If someone wants to take this out of context, it won't be the first thing they've taken out of context. You know me well enough to know I believe in the home. And I will pastor you, but I know where my lines are. I've said it before. I'm not going home with you. You take what the Bible teaches and the Holy Spirit that is in you, and Dad, God puts you in that home because it's your responsibility to be the head of that house. Mom, God gave you those children. It's your responsibility. But let me just, what I'm getting to is this. God gave us the church as well. And if you keep yourself from the church, if you don't use what you have in the church, it's just, a, it's just another, it's a way we serve the Lord. We know all the reasons for it, but it's something that can help strengthen your home. 
It's the right environment. Yeah, be careful as family when we have, you know, the holidays are coming up. Be careful of the environment you put your children in. And when their baby's out, whenever you teach them the home, man, you, you risk. You risk a lot. Because it's easy for people to get upset at you is what I mean by that. But when they're babies, it might be okay for you to visit some of your family. But you need to be careful what environment you put your kids in. While you're playing Uno, you don't know what's being whispered into their ear. And I, and I, I and, and maybe I'm different. Maybe I don't want bad examples in front of my in front of my children. I want good examples. Hey, let's 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 do right by those that live in our house. Many of you tonight, you've already reared your children, and you praise God for that. Uh, give them, make it easy on them to honor you. Because you finish. Well, there's some things I made mistakes as I was a dad and I was a mom. There's some things that I wish I could go back. And we've talked about, okay, fine. You, you, you weren't a perfect parent. Okay, live out your days. Be, do what's right. Live right. Honor God. Make it easy. Make it easy on them to honor you by the life that you live. Let's make sure our homes are Christ-honoring. Moms and dads, it's a challenge rearing children, isn't it? It's a challenge. But with the Lord's help, we can provide the right kind of environment. We can provide the right kind of instruction. We can do what is necessary to give them. Now, when they get to an age, they're going to decide whether or not they're going to serve God. And I'll just interject this in since I'm just interjecting a lot of things tonight. Uh, young people, if you decide to go against everything you've been taught, don't turn around and blame mom and dad for your misery. Well, the, the rules were just too hard. Apply that to every area of your life. I just, I left the church because, because it's unloving and too hard. Okay, apply that to, every, again, apply that to every area of your life. If you're going to use that, at least be consistent. Yeah. I hate the military because they wouldn't lower their standards. You know, I, I, let's just be consistent. Hey, let's, 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 let's have homes that are Christ-honoring. Father, help us tonight as we...